Hey, you guys, welcome, welcome back to the Wise Up, Rise Up podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in in this episode. If you're new to my podcast, make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button and, you know, subscribing to this podcast because I post amazing podcasts every Thursdays. If you're new and you clicked on this podcast, you clicked on this because you want to know more about, you know, why is it so hard to let these motherfuckers go? Like, I'm putting it out there like that. I know it doesn't say that on the title, but why is it so, you know, challenging to let the narcissist go? And, you know, from experience, if you're new, you know, to my podcast, I was in an 18 years narcissistic abusive relationship. Like, he was my first everything, my first kiss, my first person I had sex with. You know, he is the father of my child. Like, a lot of people always ask, you know, you want to judge and say, you know, oh, wow, like, why were you in a... 18 years you know such a toxic relationship for so long but at the end of the day like when that's all that you know it's like all that you know you don't intentionally say to yourself oh I'm gonna stay I'm gonna meet this toxic person or I'm gonna stay in a toxic relationship it's just like things kind of like just happen especially like when you know you're like you you were in a relationship you were in a family situation where you know, your family was toxic. Like, my mom used to get abused, you know, physically and mentally from my dad. So it's kind of like when it's all that you know, it's all that you know. And it's not only about that. You think you meet these narcissists and they're toxic right away? No. There's something called love bombing. Like, these narcissists will mimic, you know, mimic everything that you desire and everything that you want in a man. You know, and it's like, for my situation, I can only speak on me, you know, I didn't have a father figure. I didn't have somebody showing me, you know, love, attention, and caring about me. So it's like, I so desired that. I wanted that so badly. And it's like, my narcissist seen the weak weaknesses I had. He preyed on that shit. He knew I wanted a family life. He knew I wanted someone to like, love me and care about me. And it's like, you know, be kind of like a father figure. And the sick thing about it is when I met my narcissist, I was like 16 turning 17. And like, he, he, it's like, he treat, it's like crazy. He was much, he was five years older than me. And it's like, he treated me like he was like my father. Like, go, make sure you go to school. Make sure you go to school on time. And like, he was more so like a father figure, but at the same time, he was having sex with me. It was like weird. But like, that's the way he showed that he cared about me. And it's like, yeah it's like when you don't have that father figure you kind of prey on that it's like you want that so badly and it's like it's sick but it's like i that's how i thought like he cared about me and he loved about me but he was actually just controlling me he was actually manipulating me like he just he controlled everything about me but like he was such a a good guy to me in the beginning it's not like he oh he was bad to me all the time but these narcissists know you know they know what you desire they know what you want they they treat you that way and then little by little when the love bombing is you know like subsiding when they see that you're like so clinged and hooked on them then they start showing you their true colors the mask falls off and then they start being you know assholes to you they start you know like gaslighting you they start manipulating you they start you know just showing you like all their true sides that they've been holding back for so long and it's like some of the the pain that they would put you through would be so bad but at the end of the day it's like you're fighting 
so badly to get back that high that they were giving you in the beginning stage of the relationship. So think of think of being with a narcissist like a drug. It's literally like a drug. I don't know how to explain it, but it is proven, right? It is proven. You guys can research this. It is proven that, you know, a trauma bond and, you know, PTSD that you both get after, you know, after coming out of a narcissistic abusive relationship, there's a chemical reaction that being with the narcissist does to your brain. It's, it's the same that when you break up with a narcissist, it's the same chemical reaction that you go through after a, uh, like uh, detoxing from heroin is the same chemical reaction that your brain goes through after getting a, out of a narcissistic abusive relationship. Fun fact, you guys. You guys can research this shit. It's the same chemical reaction. So this is why it's not a joke when I say that you know, getting out of a, a narcissistic abusive relationship is like, you know, an addiction. Like it literally is. And this is why so many people out there don't understand why victims stay in abusive relationship for so long because it, it literally is like a drug. It's the same thing on like, why do, you know, drug addicts be drug addicts for so long is because they're clinging on and fighting to feel that high, feel that good, good, good feeling that they get when they get high. It's the same damn thing with, you know, being with a narcissist. You you want to get back that feeling of that high feeling that they were giving you in the beginning of the relationship, that you're fighting so hard for it. And the, and the narcissist, that's their tactic, right? They know that they can reel you in by love bombing you all over again and again and again, treating you good, but then treating you like shit. They know that that's a tactic that no matter how bad they treat you, that you're gonna fight for that good feeling. You're gonna fight for that that the emotional connection, for them to, to love you and for them to care for you. But realistically, it, the narcissists don't love you. They, they don't know how to love. They look at you as supply. This is why we can't understand no matter how much we love them, no matter how good we treat them, no matter what we do for them, they seem that they, they, they don't see our value. They don't see our worth. They can't love us because they don't know how. They don't know how. And that for us in our eyes, we think and we feel like they love us because they give us what we want. They're just, it's just a mask. They're just mirroring what love we really are lacking within ourselves and we want from them. So when they see that, they they mimic it, then they can drop the mask whenever they feel like it because it's not genuine, it's not true. Where we on the other end as victims can't, right? We're like, they're trying to climb up, you know, that ladder, trying to, you know, reach to the top where there's no top with the narcissist. There's no, there's no end with them on, you know, trying to gain their love, trying to gain their affection, trying to gain back. It's like, 
being hot again when you're you're high or drug addict you're fighting to get that high you're fighting to get, but it subsides all the time it's the same thing in being in that relationship with that narcissist this is why we fight so hard you know to stay with them and fight so hard to get their love because we're fighting back to get back that feeling but that feeling will never it's just it's fake and until you can realize that is until you can say shit it felt so real but it wasn't this is why i say to everybody it's so important that when you break up with the narcissist or you get disregarded from the narcissist to stand in the facts all how that person treats you or all how that person is going to go off and treat their new supply even though it may look all shiny glitter gold and look all amazing it's just a mask that they're playing with that new supply or it's just a mask that they played with you it's not real that mask that they're, they're they're showing in front of the whole world is not real. It's not who they genuinely are. It's just a mask that they have to play with different sides and diff- and this is a personality disorder. A narcissist is a personality disorder that they have based off of their traumas and based off of how they deal with their emotions and based off of how they they view the world, right? And everything is egotistical for the narcissist. So when you can stand in the facts and knowing all what I'm sharing with you and I'm breaking down with you is how you will start to gain back your power and how to heal and stop focusing so much time and energy on, you know, the the fake mask that they had gave you and the fake mask that they're now giving this supply because that's all it really is. And this is why, again, it's so important to stand in the facts because it's fake. It's not real. And when you can understand this is when you can realize that what the facts are and let go of all the fake stories that our mind creates based off of the fake masks that the narcissist has give, given to us and the narcissist is, is giving to the new supply, Right. Because for such a long period of time, you guys, like, I used to just beat myself up on, oh man, was it me? Did, uh, the narcissist will make you feel like everything is you. Because at the end of the day, they, they are all about ego-driven. They'll never admit their wrongs and they'll always manipulate every situation to blame it on you. That you did something wrong. That it was you. Because of the fact that they are all... They're, they're all about ego. They don't want their ego to get bruised. If someone doesn't want their ego to get bruised, they're never going to admit that they're wrong. They're never going to admit that they fucked up. They're never going to, you know, see your side because if they see your side, then that they have to look at their side, right? And that will never happen. So if they don't want to look at their side, they're not going to look at your side. They're just going to look at, I'm right, you're wrong, and that's it. They don't want to look at the things that they did wrong because if they want, if they're going to listen to you and try to hear you out, then they, they're going to be triggered to see the fucked up shit that they really are doing and their ego will not allow that. Not at all. And this is why, again, you guys, there's no winning with a narcissist. There's no winning. There's no winning. You're honestly just going to keep hitting your head 
against the wall with with the narcissist. Whether you're in a relationship with them or you're out of a relationship with them, you're trying to co-parent. Like even that, I've been co-parenting with my narcissist and it's the fucking hardest thing ever. The most, now I don't wanna say hard because words are powerful. The most challenging thing ever because it's like, again, they won't see logic. They won't see your side. The easiest thing for them is to look at your wrong, they're right. Their way of parenting is right. Your way of parenting is wrong. They, they're right and you're wrong. It's just that simple, right? This is why there's no, you know, there's no um, good way to co-parent with a narcissist. It's always going to be toxic. You just have to learn how to, you know, focus on what you do for your kids and your child and focus on, you know, focus on just gray rocking the narcissist. That means having as little as no contact as possible for them and just focus on what you can do and not and not focus on what you can't do. Because they're, arguing and fighting with the narcissist for them to see your point of view and see what they're doing wrong is like talking again to a brick wall. It makes no sense. This is why if you're co-parenting with a narcissist, it makes it makes sense to just, again, do what you could do and don't focus on what you can't do. Set your healthy boundaries and have as little as no contact with them as possible. If you're, you don't have kids with a narcissist, then there's no reason that you shouldn't be blocking and deleting them off of all social media platform, all, you know, and, and do this on your own pace, right? Because again, detaching from the narcissist is like literally going through, you know, um, going to rehab and like going through withdrawals. This is why we always end up reaching out back to the narcissist because it's like it's like a drug addiction this is why people break you know they they break their their rehab and they go back to that drug it's literally like an addiction and then we beat ourselves up and give ourselves your mind and your brain has gone through so much beating up this is what people don't understand being in an abusive relationship your mind has gone through so much abuse your brain right has gone through so much damage people are not understanding that your brain goes through damage going through an abuse so it's like you have to rehabil- uh, rehabilitate yourself after that toxic you know abuse and after that brain has been damaged you have to rebuild it. This is why it's so important to be gentle with yourself. And if you feel like you need to reach out, do what you need to do, but understand that you're just causing more damage to yourself. But under, but be gentle with yourself and be understanding with yourself that, you know, breaking an addiction is not an easy thing, right? It takes time to heal. A lot of people want to heal, be healed right away, but going through an addiction, it, you don't get healed right away. You ha- you have to take time with yourself. It takes time to get that drug out of your system, right? And it takes time to re- rehabilitate your mind to, you know, detach yourself from that 
from that drug. And it's the same thing with that narcissist. This is why it's so important to understand healing is a journey, not a destination. You're never going to 100% just be healed. It, it, it literally is a journey and it's going to take time and it's going to take you loving yourself enough to be gentle with yourself and not be judgmental with yourself. Because the more judgmental you are yourself, the more hard on yourself is the more you're just abusing yourself and actually fucking up your brain more. That's why, again, I tell everybody all the time, healing is a journey, not a destination. Be gentle with yourself. Be loving with yourself because you yourself needs you right now more than ever. If you're dealing with a breakup, if even if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you need to be there for yourself because that person is not genuinely there for you. That person is just using you as a supply, right? So at the end of the day, even if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you're actually still, still kind of like by yourself. So somebody needs to be there for you. And the only person that can truly be there genuinely for you is you right? This is why I tell people all the time, be gentle with yourself, love on yourself because your brain is going through a lot right now. Whether you're with the narcissist right now or you're out of, you, you're out of a relationship with the narcissist. And the person that needs love and attention and affection right now is you, right? So the more that you focus on the facts, standing in the facts, looking at their patterns, understanding what it is that you're 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 going through your body's going through right now your emotions going through right now your mind is going through right now understanding that this was being with a narcissist is like literally you know an a, a drug addiction that's how your mind is programmed there's a chemical reaction that that was going on in your mind and is still going on right now healing from that that you know codependency from that you know that that addiction right and being gentle with yourself. I hope that me breaking this down has helped you in some sort of way. These tips that I shared and I broke down with you has helped me so freaking much to, to heal. And I'm not saying I'm 100% perfect because it's only been a year and a couple months, right? But at the end of the day, damn, do I feel empowered. Damn, damn well I have good boundaries right now more than ever. You know, and it's like I'm taking back my power each and every day. And that's the biggest thing to understand is that you all you have is today. All you have is this moment in this very moment. And it takes time to, you know, heal. And the biggest way that you can get better every day is standing in this moment because this moment is all you had. The past is the past. You can't go and change the past. You know, you can't change the future at your, or uh, like expect anything from the future yet because the future is created from today in this very moment, right? So all you have is now. And standing in the now, standing in the facts, standing in being loving and supporting to yourself is the best thing that you can do for yourself right now, right? So... Thanks so much for your listening, you guys. Again, I say in all my videos, all my podcasts, each one, teach one, share the love, share the knowledge. If you have found value in this video, 
I mean, this video in this podcast, this episode, make sure you're subscribing to this podcast. I drop podcasts every Thursday. You know, this was just like weighing on my heart. That's why I dropped it this Sunday. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into like dropping more podcasts more often because I'm finding, you know, a lot of people are finding value in my podcast. So I'm going to drop more for y'all to keep you guys inspired, to help you guys to wise up and rise up from these narcissists, you guys, because knowledge is power. And the only way that you can take back power of your mind, your emotions and heal from these narcissists is standing in the facts, you know, being knowledgeable about your situation, being knowledgeable about the narcissist and then taking that knowledge that you're learning and growing from to actually implementing your life because knowledge without movement and without action is pointless. And what's the definition of temporary insanity is doing the same shit but expecting different results. So if you want something different and change to happen in your life and to heal and to feel better, you need to start actually doing something about it, right? And doing something different so then you can get different results. So again, you guys, join the wise up rise up community go check out my youtube channel i drop you know great content different videos every day to keep you guys inspired and motivated sharing you guys that knowledge so you can wise up and rise up i have an amazing pot uh uh, tiktok channel you guys go check that out great short content i put out there to help you guys again to wise up and rise up that's growing like crazy i answer comments in that on that TikTok. Um, so if you have any questions and stuff like that, if you want to book a one-on-one with me that I can help you, I give a 30-minute free session to like answer any questions or whatever the case may be. I'm here to help y'all. I want to help you guys to wise up and rise up and be the best damn version of yourselves. So look out for a, po- a podcast that drops every freaking Thursday. Thank you so much, you guys, for the love and the support. We're in this together. Let's get it.